0: Welcome, everyone, to Tamrielic Adventures, a show bringing you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I am your host, Eric, or Suglior if you prefer. And today I am walking the streets of Solitude. Yes, we made it to Solitude after being attacked by that Draugr, thankfully. We didn't have a ton of trouble escaping it, but it got scary there for a minute. So, yeah, I am walking through these streets of Solitude, the Marketplace more specifically. Fresh fish for sale! Freshly caught today! (laughs) Actually sounds pretty good right about now. So, my merchant friend unfortunately wasn't able to enter the city being a Khajiit. Uh, Nords still are suspicious of Khajiit, unfortunately. They see them as nothing more than Petty thieves and skooma addicts, much like the Altmer, as he was referring earlier in the last episode. So, magical trinkets and armor, protect yourselves and those around you. <laughs> actually, I, kinda, I, I do need that. I need to get a couple magical trinkets, and my merchant friend actually had a special request for me, so... Welcome to Bits and Pieces. How may I serve you? I'll be right there. (laughs) Just a second. Alright, guys. Once again, hope you enjoyed that little skit there. Um, If you do, let me know. If not, you know, also let me know. So today we are going to be talking about the needs. Last week we talked about the Aldmer, how they're kind of the ancestral elves of Tamriel. And the needs kind of fit that role with the human races. Not all of them, as I've mentioned in the past. The Red Guard come from a different continent, but the needs come from... Or, or kind of the proto man, if you will. But before we get get to that, we do have a bit of news. Uh, Greymore is now out for consoles, PS4 and Xbox One. They did delay the release by a day. It was supposed to come out on June 9th. However, due to the due to The tragedy with George Floyd, they decided to delay the release a day out of respect. So props to Bethesda for that. Fallout Shelter turns five, the mobile game. And uh, it's quite fun. If you haven't played it, check it out. You build your own vault and manage your settlers, your vault dwellers. So it is fun. Uh, I had it for a while, I no longer play it, but every now and then I kind of go back to it. Elder Scrolls Blades had a patch in the last couple days. It had some bug fixes, overall improvements, and added motion control for the Switch, which was something that they did show in the trailer. You can use your Joy-Cons Detached as your weapon and shield, which is quite fun. Um, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo are officially announced for the PS5 and will release sometime next year. So I was kind of wondering about that. They hadn't really said anything about Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo since E3 last year. So I was definitely curious about that. So as far as my gameplay and news... The biggest news that I have is I now have an Xbox one. So I have been enjoying that. I can now help out with the Xbox guild for the hive. So if you are interested in being a part of the hives X or Elder Scrolls online server or guild, let me know, drop me a line. I'll let you know how to do that. And the show notes, my, user id for the xbox my gamer tag is Sulior, suliore s u l i o r e so i am not going to invest in the subscription service for xbox simply because money you know i'm already paying for the subscription service for the PC version and I put a lot more time and money into the PC version so it doesn't really make sense for me to be paying for the subscription for two different accounts um, as well as Xbox Live so Game Pass I mean Um, also since the Xbox is a lot easier to stream with I have now started streaming on Twitch so Check me out. I am at twitch.tv slash Lior. And I've already streamed a few times. The game that I tried to stream, stream, easy for me to say, on PC way back when, when I tried it once and failed disastrously, was Oblivion. And the other night I streamed Oblivion for a little over an hour. I did I did the character creation. I showed the starting um, when you escape the um, Imperial uh, prison and the sewers as well as a nearby uh, alien ruin when you first get out of the sewers, so that was quite fun um, I've also, I'm not just going to do Elder Scrolls, the first game that I streamed on Xbox was Elder Scrolls Online, I did again the character creation and the Cold Harbor area, and one of the starter areas so I've all, but I've also done Fallout. I did Fallout New Vegas. And I, I'm not going to make it a regular thing. Like, I'm not going to set a schedule. I'm just going to stream when I feel like it. Um, I am planning on streaming some Outer Worlds, maybe some Sea of Thieves. Um, I also got Fallout 3, so I can stream that. It was When I was streaming, I did with uh, Fallout New Vegas, I did, again, the intro and i played a little bit more since then um i encountered a weird bug uh, with sunny smiles after you do the tutorial with her on combat and stuff like that Um, i was about to do the kind of the battle for good springs against the powder gangers but i encountered a weird bug with her where she wasn't in the saloon she actually was just kind of moseying along up toward Black Mountain and the super mutants that were guarding the entrance there didn't care at all but they certainly cared when they saw me so I unfortunately had to start a new game the good news is that with me being so early on I like I wasn't even an hour into the game It didn't really matter like it wasn't a big deal so I started a new character and had no like that bug wasn't there that time so no clue. Gotta love the random Bethesda bugs that we all know and love. Um, but that's... Uh, with my PC character with Elder Scrolls Online, I've been continuing on with the Grey Moore story. Got a little bit more into it. So, um, I was working with the princess on uniting the Jarls to uh, convince her father to take her seriously about the Harrowstorm. And uh, speaking of the Harrowstorm, I did a Dolman in Western Skyrim. So, the dolmens are kind of like world boss uh, instances. With the standard non-DLC areas, they come in the form of Dark Anchors, where Molag Ball is trying to pull Tamriel into his Realm of Oblivion, known as Cold Harbor, and i didn't really notice any in morrowind with the morrowind expansion in Vardenfell. if there are any um you're more than welcome to let me know in somerset there are instances where some pretty uh high level bosses i mean in all of them there's high level bosses that appear like um yeah in somerset there they come in the forms of pretty significant like beastly yagra, yagra i think is how you pronounce it um so a bunch of them just kind of spawn and then once you clear it out you get some nice loot and the elsewhere expansion they come in the form of dragons so you and don't ever approach these by yourself because you'll get your head handed to you um i did many times with the ones in Western Skyrim for the Moor expansion. Um, yeah, in the Gray Moor expansion, they come in the forms of some pretty tough vampire wards and other monsters. So basically, you gotta clear storm out. And, uh, yeah, it, it was fun. I died numerous times, but I had plenty of filled soul gems to resurrect me. So, I did it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just continuing the story, so... About to get into Black Reach again, that's always a good time. So why don't we take a short break and then get into the lore? Stay tuned. Alright, guys, welcome back. As I said earlier, we are going to be talking about the Nedic race, the Proto Man. And as I mentioned, pretty much with every episode, when I remember to, all information comes from the UESP wiki. So, the Needs were a human race of unknown extraction who inhabited much of Tamriel during the Merithic and First Eras. The Society of the Needs who lived in the Deathlands region largely revolved around the study of constellations and worship of beings known as the celestials Nidic culture experienced a sharp decline over several centuries as they began to assimilate into other cultures before being completely exterminated by the Yukudan invasion of the deathlands and the Yukudin people were what eventually became the red guards as i mentioned earlier so um yeah the needs came from Atmora mostly, and the Red Guard people came from Yakuta, but we'll get into that when we talk about the Red Guards. So, although the origins of the Nidic people are hotly debated, they were mostly, the most widely accepted theory is that they came from Atmora. In many ways, as I mentioned earlier after arriving in what is now Skyrim they soon began to spread throughout much of northern Tamriel having occupied nearly every corner of the continent before Skyrim was even founded while their beginnings are murky the earliest known traces of human presence in Tamriel have been dated to the mid Morithic era circa Morithic era 1000 for the needs Tamriel began, be- became a mixing cauldron some Atmoran practices were retained, but many were lost. There are a few sources to corroborate the needs originally dire- origi- originating, easy for me to say, correctly from Tamriel. The Nords believe men were first formed at, on the throat of the world when the sky breathed under the land, hence the Song of Return, partially referring to the Nords' return to what they believe was their original homeland. Supporters of this theory argue that all mortal life started on Tamriel. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And the Imperial ge- geographers sought to historically link themselves to the Nords to begin to gain their support by leaving out any mentions of the existence of humans in Tamriel before the coming of, out of the Nords. So, as I mentioned earlier, there was kind of a war with the Yakutans And while the Nids inhabited several of the modern provinces, it was under the sun-baked westlands of Hammerfell, that, which they knew as the Deathlands, that the Nidic civilization, civilization fully thrived. So, I guess they kind of inhabited Hammerfell before the Yakutans came and kicked them out, essentially. The Needs also frequently clashed with their neighbors, the primitive st- sun-worshipping iron orcs. The Needic need texts often reference an event called the Autumn of the Snakes, where according to history, hun- hundreds of mammoth-sized snakes emerged from the ground and devoured whole towns, finally being subdued by the near Need Spear Maiden, Ranev the coal Wanderer, that name is actually easy to pronounce, unlike a lot of these. Nedic scholars describe the autumn in meticulous, near-identical detail, though the event is now known as completely apocryphal. Despite these frequent conflicts, Duraki culture prospered for centuries in the Deathlands, the needs were known to be skilled in masonry with their bustling bustling sorry cities constructed largely from stone however little of this is little of this stonework i don't know why that was so hard for me to get out little of this stonework remains as what wasn't completely destroyed by the invading ragata was often appropriated, and modified beyond recognition. Why would they modify stuff like that? While the Draki were known to be devout star worshippers, during the Yakunin invasion, their prayers went unanswered, and many looked to other sources for salvation. Eh, That's typically how it goes. This did them little good, as the knees quickly fell to the Yakunin horde, vanishing from the deathlands forever. One of the Nidic Towers of Skyreach... Uh, sorry. Nidic settlements within provinces inhabited by beast races is known to have occurred, but it's not well documented. During the Merithic era, a Nidic Fort was known to have been the only only a short distance from, dune, from a dune adeptorium in the province of elsewhere. Many early human tribes n- are known to have been once inhabited I'm known to have once inhabited Black Marsh, among them the Orwali, Kothrini, which I mentioned in our Deadly Diseases episode, Orma and yespet In many lands the Needs existed existed as a minority, and had little but no or no choice but to coexist relatively and peacefully alongside the elves, sometimes in a subordinate position. Right, it's usually the well. I knew the elves to mostly enslave the beast races, but I guess other people were too. There are records of self-serving Nedic knights going as far back as the Merethic era, such as Sir Cadwell. If you've played Elder Scrolls Online, you know all about Sir Cadwell, voiced by John Cleese, the hero of the Surad and the champion of the Third Nedic Massacre, who was once a member of the Kunzar. Rees Crudgeon. Sorry, that that word is nearly impossible to pronounce, but it looks orcish. But those needs who settled in High Rock stumbled upon the highly sophisticated culture of Dur- Durani elves, and quickly became vassals under the rule of the elves under the Durani hedge money. The needs lived at the bottom of of a strict feudal hierarchy with the elf nobles positioned on top. The Dereni enjoyed many privileges over their human subjects, including the prerequisite of coition. The right to engage in recreational intercourse with any need of their choice. Okay. Interesting. Many Dereni took advantage of this and took... Nedic concubines, which also resulted in the birth of mixed-race offspring, many of whom are referred to as Manmer or Bretons. Yeah, there's the origin of the Bretons right there. A hybrid of Nedic and Aldmer races. <laughs> which, yeah, okay. While the Bretons were not officially recognized as members of noble houses they descended from, they often occupied social positions above those of Nidic peasantry. Eventually, this arrangement was formalized in the creation of a new castle between elves and Nid's, in which the Bretons enjoyed a comfortable position in society, but were forbidden from marrying elves in an attempt to preserve the elven race. That sounds very Altmerish. Eventually, there, after generations of interbreeding between the Nidic underlings, and the Bretons were completely assimilated, birthing a new culture with those of the most elven blood on top. In the late first era, the Hedge hegemony found itself under attack by both fanatical Alessian order and the kingdom of Skyrim. Although the elves managed to repel the invaders, they were left crippled and demoralized, completely withdrew to the Isle of Balfaria, passing control over the region to the Bretons so yeah there's like I said there's the the origin of the Breton race which we'll get into in the next episode so it kind of goes on and but um, I'll get into the disappearance of the needs so the needs spread across northern Tamriel and once had a presence in Marwan during the Merithic era with tribes that marched and plundered across the land. It is recorded in Dunmeri texts that these needs waged at least one bloody war against the ancient Chimer in the early first era and caused mass death and destruction and refused diplomatic resolutions with the Chimer after a few short years, they controlled most of the modern-day stonefalls and cut off reinforcements from the north before being stopped by the so-called Brothers of Strife, but at a terrible cost to the Chimer. An Edic general makes a desperate pact with the Nerid to defend Shadatir, one of the last-standing Nidic cities from the Yakutans over the centuries various events caused tamriel's Nedic population to dwindle such as when the cryonords the proto-nords captured Nedic ports amongst along the strident coast a somewhat unknown region presumably around the gold coast of cyrodiil which is by anvil in the southern coastline of hammerfell the Nedes who inhabited the isle of Herne had long struggled against the elves prior to the regatta and thought and though they fought to fought a courageous battle under the war chief Hakan, they fell before the Ukudan onslaught. By the nin- why can't I talk? I'm sorry. By the ninth century of the first era, Nidic culture was confined to the deserts of Volenfell. In the year first era 808, the warrior wave of the Akudans, the Regatta, made landfall in Tamriel. Their arrival would deal a fatal blow to the needs. The regatta, under the leadership of the sadistic emperor Tarnish Z, quickly swarmed the province, killing and enslaving all they crossed. Soon the Akudans had displaced the needs, everywhere but in the remote region of Cragborn. There, many needs, embittered by the decline of their culture, began to turn to sources of spiritual guidance other than the stars. This did them little good when the regatta reached Craghorn and the Needs were dispatched as quickly as they had been elsewhere. After years of struggle and disease, Needic culture had finally met its end, although some accounts claim it was already fading prior to the regatta. Though the Needs no longer exist as a distinct people, much of their culture survives in societies of their descendants, even in Hammerfell. <laughs> Even in Hammerfell, much of the Nidic religion, religion, custom, and language was adopted by their annihilators, the Red Guards. The Nibini, the great Nidic tradition, were maintained, remaining as one of the people true to the original Nidic culture. The Nibini's people are said to be the closest thing to purebred Nid's, still remaining on Tamriel. Ownership of the Nedic possession, particularly those inscriptions, came with great prestige. So, we'll get into a couple of the the tribes before we wrap it up. High King King Jurok, who presided over the council of the Nedic kings from other tribes. The the Nedic tribes didn't come to Tamriel all at once. They came in waves over a period of centuries, one tribal group at a time. These tribes were far from homogenous, though, and came from all over Matmora. They, they immigrated from different parts at different times. Each tribe came with its own culture, and their cultures were further mixed and admixed after arrival in Tamriel. Some were as different as other re, as Reachman and Redguard. The catch-all term, need, is appri- applied so broadly to Merithagaric humans as to be almost worthless. The term Nedic tribe actually covers a wide panoply of different human cultures from different parts of that Mora, with a variety of traditions and practices. Tribes were led by kings and warship, war chiefs ruling different parts of Nedic realm and were known to meet in councils with other Nedic rulers. They would even diverged genetically, such as those in Hierarch mixing Elves, as I mentioned, the Bretons, to the point. To the point of res- reassembling, reassembling them, and the Kothri of Black Marsh developing silver skin people. They the known names given to groups of Merithic era humans are as follows, with their status solely being needs considered to be very general. So there is the Algema, the Alharid, and they were among men herded as slaves by the Aelids. The Heartland High Elves, which we'll get into in another episode, from across all of the Nibinine and (laughs) Siradil. Yeah. So, let me scroll down here real quick. The Duraki were a tribe that resided in Cragmorn, as I mentioned earlier, and had their seat of power at Skyreach. Their warriors followed the ancient High King Durak against the invading Anakara, but met their downfall after the Vermil after Vermiral, vermoral then that's a name the betrayer slew the council of Nida kings and fell and the tribe fell to the acudan onslaught the men of gee were among men herded as slaves across the nibidine by the aliads the Aelids don't sound like very nice people either who were eventually destroyed when the flower king Niche, nilichi Made great sacrifice to a long forgotten insect god. The Horwali, which I mentioned earlier, were a tribe in Black Marsh that may have been sent as refugees, prisoners, or settled along the coasts and waterways and adapted to the environment, but they were believed to have been wiped out by the Natan flu, which I mentioned in the Deadly Diseases episode. The Keptu, or Men of Ket, were a tribe. Who settled in central Hammerfell and the Gerald Mountains bordering Cyrodiil. They were inconsistently described as being needs and separate from needs, likely a repercussion of the usage of need as a catch all term and the oversight and the differences at the pirna, with the Pirinna. The three as I mentioned. In another episode were the silver-skinned men indigenous to black march and recorded as being enslaved by the aliens prior to the rebellion and they were most notable they were the most notable of the black marsh tribes and were wiped out by the natin flu the men of creed were a northern clan that ruled over the forest region presumably fall creed which is in skyrim as you all know under king kestik they were imported by the aliens as slave labor for slave as slave labor, Suggested that they eventually became Nords. The name Manmur were given to the Nords or given by the Nords to the Proto-Bretons, and they were remnants of the earlier lost Nedic tribe in Hyrak. The early Nedic people who arrived in the region stumbled upon the highly sophisticated Almeric culture and were quickly overwhelmed. And absorbed becoming a mongrel race of human and elf that sounds kind of harsh the Orma as a is one I mentioned earlier they were a tribe of men living in Black Marsh and they were born without eyes interesting and they became masters of their other sentence senses and survived the first into the first and second eras before presumably being wiped out by the net and flu which that was a very nasty disease. The Rantha were a particularly vicious clan among those who invaded the Stonefall regions of Morrowind. They were best known for branding both persons and items captured in battle. The Perinna were a Medic tribe founded in Cyrodiil. They, were, they practiced the observation of the stars in the night and sky according to ancient tests such as the Perennial Fragment. And finally, the Yesbit or Yesbest, were the were an indigenous tribe known to be active in the regions around Black Rose and Black Marsh, and they were likely responsible for the stone monuments that were that in turn took inspiration from architecture from the Barsprick aliens, and they also were believed to have been wiped out by the Natan flu. A lot of Nidic tribes were wiped out by disease and war unfortunately and those who weren't assimilated and became other man races as we mentioned so lots of information there <laughs> sorry if it kind of went on but there's a little bit more about the culture of the needs as opposed to the alien or not the not the aliens but the aldmer Aldmer not really much was known unfortunately but there's more known about the needs so as I mentioned earlier you can find me on Twitch I plan on streaming a little bit later today uh, twitch.tv slash sulior and you can also find me on the Twitter and Instagram Twitter at TamrielicP Instagram at TamrielicAdventures send me your suggestions as far as skits and other things you would like me to cover by email, also, at uh, Podcast at gmail.com. So um, you can also find me in-game, both on the PC North America server at e, excuse me EE Gold, or on Xbox. My gamer tag is Sulior. Um, you can help the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, that really does help. We did get a review. Um, if you give me a second, it's from Swamp Master, fox um, Master. Uh, give me a second and I'll bring it up. Um, but yes, that, that does help a lot more than you know. It helps get eyeballs on this show. So, where is it? Swamp Fox Master gave a five-star review that said, This is my favorite podcast. I love this podcast. It's very fun and informative. I've always loved Elder Scrolls and all of its lore. So thank you very much, Swamp Fox Master. Uh, If you you leave a review with some text, I will read it out on the show, as I just did. So, um, like I said, any suggestions that you would like to see, Send me an email, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. And next week, I will be covering the Bretons, as I mentioned. So, we've done an Elven race, we've done a man race. Why not both? So, as always, stay safe adventurers and don't get eaten by Drogger. All right, Mr. Merchant, I've got your item. Excellent. So, so happy this one we made. So, apparently you talk like Yoda. Have you ever been to High Rock? No, but I got a feeling that we're going to go. Yes. Let's march to Falls